Hello and welcome to the PR department podcast. You're through to your host Katie Braden and this is episode 34 and this is kind of a follow-up episode if you will to the episode that I did on the role of PR and no not the role of PR hello um the role of alcohol in PR which was episode let me check 25 so if you are interested in this topic and you want to kind of do it in like a part one part two kind of scenario then I would recommend that you go back and listen to that one first and then this one um this one is going to be more based off of my own lived experience and also um really interesting conversations that I feel like I've been having over and over and over recently. Some that have really surprised me um, and it definitely feels in my world anyway like there's a big cultural shift going on where people are really moving away drinking, away from drinking, kind of similar to like the huge shift away from smoking that we experienced. Um, yeah, so I thought we would get into it. So I think it's important to kind of lay out where I'm at right now in terms of my relationship to alcohol. So um, I mean, without wanting to share too much about somebody else's experience, um, someone who was very close to me in my life years ago, I you know I would hate to diagnose them as an alcoholic but there was certainly an issue with um, quite a serious issue with alcohol Um, and as they were sort of heavily in my world and me in theirs I then also um, used to drink a lot. Um, I was actually talking to my therapist about this because I wasn't sure if the trauma that I definitely sort of endured during that time for multiple reasons um, was something that I needed to delve into sort of in present day and kind of work through it because the way I said it to my therapist is I don't see how I could have sort of gone through all of these things, um, you know, other things aside from um, alcohol that was like a very, very small part of it But just for context, um, you know, I don't see how I could have gone through all of these things and not have some like trauma that I'm carrying around. And he kind of said to me, you know, if you are not showing signs of trauma, which thankfully I am not, um, sometimes your body and your brain deals with trauma um, subconsciously and even if you aren't consciously working through it your mind and body are healing on their own which is like an amazing thing that it does so that is kind of where he thinks I'm at and I would agree so I ended up like not going into this period of my life um, during the time that I've just spent in therapy um, for that reason because why sort of bring those things back to the surface when you don't need to um you're kind of like creating trauma right rather than solving it you're just making it so anyway um yeah so during that period of my life um it was really turbulent and it also goes hand in hand you know the reason why I'm even sharing this is not just to give you a big TMI but um hang on TMI what does that even stand for 
I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I've just like completely come out of my podcasting brain for a second there. I was like, why did I just say TMI? I don't actually know what that means. I have to look this up one second. Guys, it's too much information. Of course it is. I just had such a moment where I was like, you know where you feel like you've used a word in completely the wrong context and you're like, these guys are going to think I'm stupid. Too much information. Yes. <laughs> Without me giving you too much information about me and my life um that's not relevant this is relevant because I was going through this period of time at the exact time when I was getting into PR and I kind of touched on this in my um the other episode that I did about alcohol um I do feel like my personal circumstances which were drawing me towards um consuming a lot of alcohol and then my career circumstances uh it they kind of sort of shook hands and were like yeah bro let's go um in terms of me just like binge drinking all the time which was really really bad for everything in life uh I mean you don't need me to tell you also I'm not a doctor um or a scientist but from lived experience it's not good for you to do that guys don't do it um you know it wasn't good at my mental health my physical health um it was detrimental to my career you know I made some really really stupid career decisions which ultimately you know failures are your biggest blessing I learned the most from them but it did cause me trauma and I probably didn't need to do those things in order to you know learn the lessons maybe I did I don't know I do think you know our path in life is is set and we we do think everything for a reason I do feel like I learned lessons the hard way because of my alcohol consumption um probably didn't need to be there but here we are I have this experience to share so maybe it's a positive um I sort of have I've organically moved away from alcohol um which is another thing that I talked about in therapy um is how you can go from like you know, looking back on where I was with my consumption of alcohol, I did think to myself, um, you know, with hindsight in mind, obviously hindsight is a great, the greatest gift. Um, I did sort of think maybe I had some sort of problem with alcohol, which I had to have had on some level, right? Because, you know, the quote unquote normal person does not drink like that or consume like that. But um yeah I don't know you kind of think like does that make me an al- did that make me an alcoholic am I um and I had this exact conversation with somebody literally this week where you know you're not waking up in the morning and drinking therefore you're like oh I'm not an alcoholic however your binge drinking and your relationship to alcohol is not necessarily healthy so therefore like maybe you are like I think it's such a gray area and I think it is really positive to talk about how much of a gray area that is because it's not cut and dry um and I also don't think you have to call yourself an alcoholic to reassess your relationship with alcohol and how it's affecting yourself personally but also your career especially if you are you know in an industry like mine um where alcohol is very prominent so yeah I have sort of organically moved away from alcohol um in the sort of last I would say five years of my life um 
I went from drinking all the time, um, being out all the time, you know, craving those social situations, um, you know, having blackouts, all the things that they say are bad, all of that, um, to then where I'm at now, um, which is I would I would class myself as living like a damp lifestyle. Um, I am predominantly sober. Um, I would say I'm probably like 90% sober. Like when I sit in the doctors and they ask me how many units of alcohol I consume, I find it really hard to answer them because I barely drink. Um, but I don't have, I don't like to label myself as sober, um, because I'm not. (laughs) And because I don't like the pressure of being like oh she's sober so I think like when you have that pressure of a label it feels like oh you can never drink ever again and if you are drinking people are sort of looking at you sideways like oh she's sober but she's drinking like I wonder what she's going through you know so I don't like to put that label but I would say like yeah I live a damp lifestyle I'm predominantly sober that's where I'm at right it's not that complicated um but I was talking to somebody recently uh, who is someone I've known for a really, really long time and I've always known them to be a heavy drinker. Um, to clarify, whenever I spend time with this person, it is always at events. You know, it's not like we're just sitting in the office on a Monday morning and they're drinking. Like, no, it's always been like at parties, at events, like that kind of thing. And, you know, not just this person, everybody I know um, in this environment is a heavy drinker. And one other person it's kind of difficult without saying like exactly who they are and kind of giving them names but another person who also moved within that group and within that circle who I knew to be a very heavy drinker um, went sober a few years ago and I was quite surprised at that I was like oh wow like you know he's sober like that's okay cool and ever since I've really seen like the shift like whenever I see him like you can just feel it just feels different like you can feel the clarity he has like his business is like booming not that it wasn't before by any stretch of the means but you can just tell that it's been a really positive shift like for both mind and body like you know traditionally when people go sober they get really into fitness and you know they just run a have a healthier life um you know all signs point to health and I can really see that for him Um, And then you've got this other person who, you know, moves in the same circles, um, was also very, a very heavy drinker and is now saying, I'm interested in becoming sober. And one of the main reasons is for the clarity, which is a huge thing for me. And I wanted to talk about that in this podcast is sort of the reasons for me living this sort of quote unquote damp lifestyle. And that is because honestly, when you are busy, when you run a business, when your business has certain demands on you, um, when you have a really tough schedule, which um, I don't have a grueling schedule all the time, but I do go through periods where it is particularly, you know, back to back. um, Drinking does not help me in any way, shape or form. And recently, I've noticed, especially over the last two years, like I've gone to an event, um, I've worked, I've had a drink after, or I've had like one or two drinks at the event, um, you know, nothing crazy. And I've woken up the next day feeling horrific. Um, you know, there was even one time where I was working a shoot 
and after the shoot everybody went for a drink you know to celebrate the shoot very normal you know nothing raucous and I think I had two cocktails um you know nothing crazy and I woke up the next morning and I was on my knees I was so ill I was meeting my friends for breakfast and I barely made it there like I felt so sick um I was nauseous I had the craziest headache like I felt mortally ill like really bad and it's so embarrassing isn't it to say like oh I think it's because I drank the night before even though it was two cocktails like how embarrassing I find it embarrassing anyway but thankfully like they brought me some medication some like anti-nausea medication and then I was able to get my train home like if they hadn't have given me that medication, I I couldn't have traveled. Like I would have had to have stayed in London until I felt better because honestly, I cannot tell you how ill I felt. And ever since that moment, I've been really like, been more specific, like the word's not specific, but I can't think of the word. Um, I've been really like specific about when I drink and when I don't. And this is all part of it sort of going back to that experience um I also want to touch on something quickly which is probably overkill but I'm also really getting this way with my consumption of caffeine um so any PRs out there I'm sure you will be caffeine addicts just like myself I also you know I enjoy a cup of coffee um but recently um I've really been paying attention to my caffeine crashes um throughout my day-to-day but also when I'm in high pressure environments so for example I was working an all-day event um last week um which required me to be at work from like 8 a.m in the morning to 9 p.m at night right so in those circumstances which as PRs were in a lot um you really have to manage your energy Um, because you've got to stay consistent the whole day for your client but also for you know whoever you're hosting Um, you know they have to have your best version and that's really hard to do for that period of time I know it sounds silly but it is it's really difficult Um, so that day I limited myself to two cups of coffee um, which I had a flat white with my breakfast in the morning and then I had a double espresso when I arrived at the venue and that was it don't get me wrong I probably could have done with a little three or four o'clock coffee the reason why I didn't have one was because I didn't have time (laughs) Um, but I really noticed actually that that day I was more consistent than I have ever managed to be previously like I was really actually quite proud of my how I managed my energy levels and I'm very aware of that now um with my sort of awareness around caffeine and also alcohol um I also worked an event that night and I didn't drink um and I'm so thankful for that decision to do so because even just getting through the rest of the day and also waking up the next day and having to crack on with work again you know like a full day's work there was no rest if I'd had even one drink that night I would have not felt myself um So anyway, going back to the conversation that I've had recently about my own damp quote-unquote lifestyle and the question that I always get asked is when do you decide to drink and for me it's quite simple um, if I want to and this can sort of this has a lot of factors so for me if having a drink is going to enhance my experience um of something 
then I have no problem having one. Like for example, the other night I was in this really beautiful restaurant. We were having a gorgeous meal. It was the end of the week. We'd ha- um, me and my partner had both had like really great milestones happen that week. You know, like it was celebratory, and I was like, I'm going to have a drink, and I had my drink, and I really enjoyed it, and that was it you know I had the one and that was it also if I'm in a place that um where they do like really amazing cocktails and like is something I want to try again I'll have a drink so I feel like for me it's really simple um I also went to a rave recently which I feel like having a drink enhanced my experience so that would be another instance you know like I'm going to a music festival in the summer I'll probably drink there not to excess but I'll have a few drinks because I think again you know it enhances the experience and the sort of the environment and the situation is right um for me I was working um a PR event I was surrounded by other people who were drinking but for me having a drink it wasn't going to enhance my experience so I didn't have one you know like that is sort of how I decide However, in saying that, I will say when I went out for that really beautiful dinner that I just described with my partner and I was really fancying a glass of champagne, which I had and I enjoyed it and it was great and it enhanced my experience and blah, blah, blah. When I tell you I woke up the next day, I felt sick. I had a crazy headache. And at that moment, I was like, that wasn't worth it actually you know so sometimes when I'm in the scenario where I'm thinking oh yeah I'm gonna have a drink like the vibes are right it's gonna enhance my experience yada 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 I then get confronted with how I'm actually gonna feel the next day and I do find in a lot of people around me who are you know venturing into a more damp lifestyle or being sober um you will find that your tolerance to alcohol plummets and I always say this to people like it sounds so dramatic but to me when I have a drink my body acts like it's being poisoned and I know that sounds like the most dramatic thing in the world but it really does like everything in my body repels it like my stomach doesn't feel right I get headaches I feel nauseous like it's wild how much it affects me now versus like back in the day when I was drinking to excess and I could like I remember there was one point where my alcohol my alcohol tolerance was so high I used to do this thing where I used to order a pint and a shot so I'd be drinking a pint and then doing a shot of tequila and that wasn't like one round that was like all night can you imagine like <laughs> I'm sorry but just the thought of doing that now makes uh my brain do like a backflip like if I did that now, I honestly think I'd end up in A&E. Like, even if I did it once, if I did like one pint and one shot, I would die. Um, like, I recently went on holiday with a group of friends and I was aware from the offset that it was going to be like a bit of a drinky, drinky holiday. I was prepared. Um, but even then, like, you know, I was enjoying and I was drinking, but I was rationing my drinks. Like, you know, people were doing rounds of shots like my boyfriend for example on one day I think he did like 10 shots like throughout the day bear in mind we were going to an event and he can drink and 
it's wild he doesn't change it's crazy it's actually really annoying because I always feel mega embarrassing in comparison to him but anyway that's a story for another day that actually was TMI with no context apologies um so he must have done about 10 shots throughout the day and like for me I just look at it and I'm like that's not for you you know like that is not for you like when I see a girl wearing a dress and I think that's not for you shots that is not for you like no um and I yeah I just think it's it's uh it's a really interesting conversation to have and it's one that I'm having more and more and more and there are people around me who are in my industry um and I think I keep saying my industry because it's very important to acknowledge like I did in the first episode about alcohol that we are surrounded by alcohol heavy environments and events all the time and especially being a PR there's this like thing where you're supposed to be like the most fun in the room but yet like I said in the last episode you're expected to turn up for work the next day you're expected not to be emotional you're expected never to be too drunk you're expected to be like on the right level all the time but yet you're expecting expected to be doing shots with everybody else and getting the drinks in and like you know being the party girl like it's an impossible balance but with it's one that we're faced with all the time and I used to feel like if I wasn't drinking then I wasn't fun and then therefore I was sort of failing at my job which is a really you know nuts thing to think but that's the reality like I'm sorry it just is and I'm I'm confident in saying that and other people in my world agreeing but now I'm seeing a lot of people exploring what this you know more sober um lifestyle looks like within these environments that are heavily fueled by alcohol and I feel like the event that I just did most recently a lot of people around me who would have been drinking weren't um and honestly like the environment was very different but I would say in a much more positive way um you know everyone had to work the next day everyone had a really really long day and it was just like it was nice and I felt comfortable and I felt like I was giving my best self without feeling like I had to be drinking because that's it's really difficult you know when you are the PR you are you know you're not supposed to be like Tim from finance like you're supposed to be the fun loving almost party girl vibe um so yeah I feel like society is changing culture is changing what we're valuing is changing and therefore that's having an impact on you know our teams and who we're around and what we do at these sort of celebratory things whether it is a PR event or whether it's a birthday party you know whether it's a Friday night out like I feel confident in saying I could do a Friday Saturday night out and not drink and still have fun um I've done that you know throughout my whole life I've always sort of been able to do that but I think for a lot of people they're learning how to do it and they're on this sort of discovery journey so this episode is more for people who are on that journey or are curious about it and I hope by sort of sharing my thoughts even though it is the quote of the day TMI um it gives people something to think about or it kind of validates how you feel maybe um and you know anybody listening if you are interested in knowing any more about my lived experience as I say I'm not 
a doctor or a therapist or anything like that but I am somebody who has made this transition on my own and have lived in it for years you know both on both sides I've seen both sides of the coin which um, I'm grateful for um, but also I think it gives me a great perspective so if you have any questions or you are just interested to know more DMs are open over on Instagram at the PR department podcast but yeah I'm very interested to see where this new sort of shift is going and how this will affect um you know people who are used to drinking a lot and the things that you do when you drink a lot are different to when you are damp or sober so I think that's going to be super interesting um but yeah I hope you found this interesting maybe helpful thought-provoking as always um ramblings from yours truly (laughs) and I hope to catch you on the next one